Hey, Todd, have you been doing Uber lately? So I still do it like once a week just because I love networking and meeting people. It's so funny. Joe, do you ever like, do you ever meet someone that like is so like impressive or something? It makes you kind of feel like you're useless. Oh, I get that. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. The other day I was going to teach my class. I'm like, I'll go like a few hours early, just Uber around. So this guy messages me. I I get an Uber ride. I'm like, okay, I'll go pick it up. It's not that far away. All of a sudden, a message comes up. Just to let you know, we have to return. It was a ride to Home Depot. We have to return a table saw and pick up a bunch of wood. I was like, I wanted to just hit cancel because I don't <laughs> feel like dealing with it that much. What? So, so I get to the guy's house, Joe. He's standing in the driveway. His name's Eric. He has a um, walking stick. And I'm like, okay, I already have questions here. You I know love what I mean? This. Yeah. So I back up and I'm like, it's kind of stand there. I'm like, oh, I'm backing up. And uh, I get out of the car, open the back. He's like, just to let you know, I'm completely blind. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. So I open up the back. He puts a table saw in. And the first thing I'm thinking is like, okay, why does a blind person have a table saw? Ooh, and- yeah. <laughs> Solid point. Right. So we start driving. Nice guy. He's in the back. He's talking about, because um, obviously, Joe, you know, this ride is not going without me getting all the answers. <laughs> <laughs> so we start driving and I just mention how I know a kid that has that degenerative eye disease, him and his brother have it. It skips generations. So his grandfather would become blind later in life. And it's kind of sad because um, like I, when he was like twenties, his eyes started going bad. Then he was thirties. You'd be standing next to him, like zero peripheral vision. You know what I mean? And that's going to be kind of scary knowing you're going to be blind at some point. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah. Every year is a year closer to blindness. Scary thought. Yeah. But the alternative, imagine being born blind, because I always think how frustrating that must be not understanding colors. Yeah, that is such a different experience. Right. So I started... Their other senses get magnified, though, right? Like, they have very good hearing, people who are blind. Yes, I asked him about that, too. So I was kind of hinting, because I was kind of curious how he was blind. He said, oh, mine was, uh," he goes, I was 12 years old, and I was in a bicycle accident where a truck ran over his head, and he went blind immediately. (gasps) Fully, (gasps) fully blind. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, Joe, I'm thinking, okay, this guy... He's returning a table saw. We're picking up wood. And then he starts talking about like, oh, yeah, my uh, my kids live in uh, New York with their mother. And then I'm immediately thinking like, how do you meet people when you're blind? You know what I mean? Then he's like, I live with my current girlfriend. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Wow. You were married? Yeah, pretty good, right? So we get to Home Depot. I'm like holding his arm, going inside, kind of helping him. And then I'm like, so what? what's going on with this wood? He's like, oh, I'm building a... Uh, forget what he's building but he just got finished building a 16 by 10 shed he redid redid his bathroom he did his kitchen floor over he said he has like a talking tape measure all sorts of tools is that jenna let me ask you a question because i think in your head right now you're picturing a shed that's like off kiltered Yeah, right? no, I'm not. That piece is missing. He has no idea. He thinks it looks awesome. <laughs> What's that called? My my sister makes that. It's called like a crooked dog house. It's kind of yeah. like cool. Yeah. It looks like that. 
But I just find that amazing. Someone can operate tools, Joe. I was going to ask you if you want to come over this weekend and teach me how to turn a wrench. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Any day now. <laughs> Let me ask you this. When he was telling you this story and he said that he got hit by a truck and it ran over his head, did you ask him if he was okay? <laughs> 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 Good morning, Marks. It's 5 a.m. here where I'm at, and it's crimes, conspiracies, and beyond. <laughs> Back with another one with myself, Todd, and of course, producer Joe. Enlightenment, secrecy, and strange rituals in Masonic temples. What's going on with Freemasons? When I think of the Freemasons, Jedi, a couple things come to mind, like maybe like the Knights Templar a little bit, uh, Illuminati maybe. And what was that show we did on the, remember the New Haven thing, Joe? Do you remember like that, like secret? Oh, the it, Skull and Crossbones. The Society. Skull and Cross. Like, it seems like all kind of like the same thing, like some type of secret group. So Jedi, tell us a little bit about the Freemasons. Well, apparently it's the oldest fraternal organization in the world. It began in the Middle Ages in Europe, and it was like a club for skilled builders. And um, interesting, they believe that there is a grand architect of the universe. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, did you see that they, you can't really tell how long ago, it, they can't really find where it started, but they think it might have started in 967 BC by King Solomon. Did, Isn't that crazy and it exists today? Yeah, I think like the modern times, it was around the 1700s where the first modern lodge was built in London. Now this was for all sorts of Masons, then they kind of just grew it into, kind of like the way I think of it, it's kind of like an Elks Club, uh, VFW, but like much, much bigger and much more important. The th the other interesting thing is is they don't they're not like a religious group, yet the Catholic Church forbids its members from being Freemasons, and you can't be an atheist or agnostic to join Freemasons. Which I don't I don't understand why. I guess you have to believe in something. Well, it says that the Catholic Church forbids it, but on the other hand, when you're doing your initiation, you they ask you if you believe in God, and the answer better be yes, or you're not getting in. So, J Joe, sorry, you're out. Yeah, not for nothing. Uh, if if I have to join a group, and I have to think what everybody else thinks to be in the group, yeah, I don't want to be in the group. I'm not interested. <laughs> But technically, you don't because you can believe in other religions as members. But you have when you swear in, you use the book that is um, tied to your conscience. So you could use the Quran, the Bible, or any other religious thing that you believe in to swear over. I guess. 
Right now, did you, Jelly, did you see this became a thing of conspiracy theories in the 1800s and an anti, anti-Masonic party was created and they lost to Andrew Jackson the election? That's Joe's kind yeah. of party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only other thing I'm surprised by, Joe, you type in our states, there's like seven in Connecticut, there's like eight in Massachusetts, Jedi, there's one in Hilo, Hawaii. Like, I don't know one person that is a member of this. All right. So I got a buddy who's like the Grand Wizard or whatever the title is yeah. at, at one of the serious? Connecticut chapters. Yeah, no, I'm joking. He's, <laughs> but he's, you know, he carries the Gilded Stone or whatever. I don't know, whatever it is, but my buddy's yeah. uh is a Freemason. And uh, I love this kid to death. He's kind of a ding dong. So if we're going to make the link that the Freemasons are controlling the world, I could promise you based on the anecdotal <laughs> evidence I have, they don't. Maybe yeah. it's a front. <laughs> if it is, he's quite an actor. You know what I mean? Because, yeah. So Joe, so he must have a secret handshake. That that I thought was the most comical thing about this. Each rank you go up, Jedi, there's a different secret handshake. It's like, come on. Right? <laughs> I mean, and there's like all these rituals, but nobody knows what these rituals are. Exactly. So they... yeah. That yeah, said, but... if I'm going to join a group, there better be a secret handshake. <laughs> <laughs> So, Joe, you, are you trying to tell me you don't think these things are real? So here are, as you move up in the ranks, you get more secrets, but you also get more threats. Now, the Masons deny any of these threats. If you're an apprentice and you tell one of the secrets, you get your tongue torn out. What? <laughs> Second degree, they your heart out. A master, you get your bowels burned. And if you're a royal arc, who your friend probably is, Joe, you get the top of your skull sliced off. Like, I don't know where this information comes from. But this is what they say. <laughs> I get why they're so secretive now. <laughs> well, but they say yeah. 1.3 million members in the United States. Jedi, did you see any famous people as uh, Freemasons? Yeah. Uh, they said John Wayne. And interesting, uh, what, Richard Pryor? Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, and then a lot of the, uh, the um, people who are in Warner Brothers. Yeah, I saw Buzz Aldrin, George Washington, Benjamin Franklin, Houdini, uh, Colonel Sanders. But all of them wanted to be Freemasons, which is intriguing because, you know, these these are like powerful people, yet they want to belong to this club. Yeah, it, it is like the skull and bones. The thing, because... Oh, that's Freemasons, Joe. Joe, Joe pulled up a picture. This is a picture. Yeah, there's a picture of about 50 Freemasons. And my question is, where is Richard Pryor in this picture or anybody who even resembles Richard Pryor? <laughs> well, well, Joe, I got to say, yeah. <laughs> say one thing, though. They were down for the abolition movement about 100 years before it actually happened. Wow, Freemason. all right. Yeah, which would be surprising looking at all those old white men. <laughs> so, yeah, that is interesting. It's, it's well, so again, I think based on, you know, the end result where slavery was abolished, 
one could make the argument or the leap that if they control the world, eradicating slavery would be in their peripheral. Was Abraham important. Lincoln a Freemason yeah. is my question. Not that I know of. I no, listen. I didn't see that. Unless that's one of the secrets. <laughs> now, I mean, Joe, you, my you... buddy just had his head sliced off, and I'm not going to tell you why. <laughs> <laughs> now, Joe, as you move up in the ranks, could you imagine, like, guy taking you into the back room? Okay, this is the next secret. Like, you know, it's something really dumb. Yes. Yes. No, but did, <laughs> did you also read that the higher you are and the lower you are, uh, they like the higher ups deceive the lower members. Oh, really? Yes. Like they don't tell them everything, you know, and the, the lower members are just supposed to believe in whatever this person is telling them and agree to it. That sounds like religion. There you go. There, <laughs> some people Joe. wonder if it is a religion. Indoctrination. Yo, <laughs> just to let you know, if I'm one of the royal arc and you're an apprentice, I'll tell you everything. Oh, sweet dude, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> I'm curious. I am. I, I, I'd love to know what the secrets are. I would. Also, I gotta tell you again, just based on my buddy, it's not the guy I'd be telling secrets to. Right. You know? He's not keeping anything. <laughs> You never know, people can. Like, when I think of this, like, it just makes me think of, like, I don't know, like, elementary school kids getting in a club. You know what I mean? For adults. Like, we're going to tell you secrets. Like, so it started off as a trade guild, and then they kind of just moved. They they would go to the lodge, and they stored tools there. They ate there, hung out. And this was in the Middle Ages, and then they just said, like, let's make it a club. So that's basically how it started. And Jedi, did you see that women were never allowed? And this one yep. lady, Elizabeth Aldworth, got caught eavesdropping on a Masonic discussion. Joe, what do you think they did to her? Please tell me they cut her tongue out. No, they let her join since she heard all the secrets. Mm, it would have been easier to kill that person, wouldn't it? <laughs> Not that I'm condoning assassination, <laughs> but... <laughs> they, um... The reason they didn't want women in because they thought they might be a distraction. Now, I remember I worked at the Elks, the Elks Club, and I remember right when women were allowed, it was kind of a funny thing. All the men were all mad, Joe. Women can't come into our club, but they had to <laughs> They had to let women in at some point, probably about 20 years ago. What those guys mean, Jedi, is that they have to let unattractive women into their club. Uh... That's what they actually mean. <laughs> As if they wouldn't want some banging 20-year-olds to come hang out and, like, serve the beer or whatever. Like, no, don't come to our club. <laughs> In uh, 1723, the Constitution, there's a Constitution for this. The first laws and rituals was written. And, Jedi, do, do you see a thing about the dollar bill? Yeah, and I that the the all-seeing eye, right, is a symbol for new world order, and it's also a messianic symbol. Yes. Yeah, I saw that. I thought that was kind of interesting. Like, it seems like the the Masons deny almost anything that that comes their way. They just won't won't say anything. Secret society. 
Joe, <laughs> <laughs> no, they think the Masons were might have been behind the the Bo- organized the Boston Tea Party. So there's a lot of things. Well, listen, if they are a union and it, they they it sounds like a bit of a union, mm-hmm. a workers union, I could see them I could see that 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 makes a lot of sense. And again, got to figure whoever did that definitely would have boosted their political power in this country. So, I could buy I could buy that 100%. Yeah, Jedi, did you see any other conspiracies that they think that the Masons might be behind. I saw a few. Um, no, I can't remember offhand. That, I mean, they're kind of just throwing him into like the biggest things. The Kennedy assassination and Jack the Ripper could be the Masons. Jack the Ripper? Yeah. What a random thing. <laughs> where they come I'm up sorry. With. Wait a minute. Jack the Ripper <laughs> was a Mason? Possibly, yeah. Mm, and they're bragging about that? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> People, one of the secrets? No, people are saying it could have been. They're denying it. I, I I don't get the connection. Did he wear a ring and do weird shit with the body? Right? Like I don't. <laughs> why are people making that jump? Yeah, they put a thirty-three symbol on their head. Right, it's, Jedi. The number thirty-three. Like no one can tell what it is. It's the highest rank, but it's also like a secret number for Masons. Yeah, I I don't know. I would guess it has to do with measurement or something. (laughs) So, Joe, say you want to go to New Haven this weekend and you want to become a member of uh, the Masons. You fill an application. You need to find two sponsors from a lodge. Then you get voted in or out by secret ballot. And, Joe, then they ask you that question. Do you believe in God? (laughs) It has to be yes. And they want you to be philanthropic. You get to pay dues, so you will have to have some money because they do they do raise a lot of money. I did see worldwide they raise two million dollars a day for charities. So did you know that the Shriners? Oh my God, Jedi! I was just gonna say when I yeah. was a kid, I used to go to the next town over from where I lived, the Southington Apple Harvest Festival, and the Shriners would be in these little tiny cars with the stupid hats driving around. Yeah. Yeah. They're all Freemasons. I uh, I actually don't really know what the Shriners are. What is it? It's it's uh I don't know, it's like an offshoot of that group. Uh, you know, it's more buried in conspiracy and lies. It's like a, a you know, another charitable organization. Apparently they have they run like 22 children's hospitals. Well, I know and the where the patients don't have to pay. So that's oh. a good thing. Yeah, I mean, slice your head off, pay for sick kids, you know. It's weird. It's like there's some weird there's some weird tradition up in there, isn't there? It's like they do some good things. Why do you have to do the weird stuff though? We've talked about this type of thing before with like serial killers and they're like they'll send a kid like a gift card where they didn't need to. It's kind of like, see, I'm not all that bad. Yeah, it's that's bizarre. It's like we killed Christ. Jack the Ripper's one of our guys. <laughs> we kick money to the kids. That's cool. <laughs> well, Joe, right? I don't know if we talked about this before. I used to work with this older woman who uh every time you said something about Whitey Bulger when he was alive, she would be like, No, he he gave Thanksgiving to homeless uh, he gave turkeys to the homeless people on Thanksgiving. She loved Whitey Bulger. Just completely looked past him killing all these people. Because he would do like those little good deeds. 
Well, and maybe maybe that's somewhat what those good deeds are for, right? Is for the people who do support you. It does give them like, well, you know, I, I know he murdered like fifty people, but turkeys. Poor <laughs> <laughs> people ate turkey one day a year. He's so good. <laughs> when we were just talking about uh, Shriners and stuff, it just reminded me. Uh, one of my buddies, Mike, normal guy, uh, hang out, we golf, we drink beer. I used to work with them. He uh, he told me recently, and I couldn't believe this. He told me growing up, his whole family huge into um, what does it call when you go knocking door to door? Um, Je- Je- Jehovah's, Jehovah's Wit- Witnesses. And yeah. I'm like, he's like, yeah, they're still into it. He's like, I like got out. I'm like, Jesus, you're, you're like lucky. You could still be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> what exactly Jehovah Witnesses do? They're trying to recruit you into their religion. I think they have to pay for their own trip um, and, you know, just just go about the world. I think it's a two-year term where they go out and evangelize or or recruit. I don't know exactly what they term it. I mean, you know it's like, weird. You know, I, I had a buddy who was a Jehovah Witness, and um, the most interesting thing is that they only claim there's 144,000 spots in heaven. Really? And I said to my buddy, I go, what makes you think it's not filled already? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had that kid questioning a lot of, a lot of stuff, you know. But they're also a secret society as well because you can't go in certain temples that they have. They won't allow you to, or certain rooms in their temple. Well, Jehovah's Witness again. Do you know one person that has had them come to their door and you'd be like, you know what, I'm in? Like, who says yeah, yes? Right. How do they get people? I don't understand. You oh, you know be having... I'm sorry, I was wrong. I was talking about the Mormon religion. So Jehovah Witness, I've never uh, been. All right. Let me tell you something, Todd. You got to be down on your luck, yeah. sitting at your house, looking for a sign. And right. all of a sudden, hi, we're here for God. It's like, yep, open up. All right, he's here. Joe, I think, I think that's how you get people is, is you, you catch them at the right moment. And I mean, if you're knocking on like a thousand doors, you'll, you'll, you'll walk in on four or five people that are like in the moment and just kind of are looking for a sign. That's why real estate agents door knock. Yeah. Well, Joe, I was going to say the other option would be to be like me and just put it, put it out in droves, like in numbers. Yeah. Todd would just put an ad up on freaking Craigslist and get like 10,000 new members in like two weeks. Dude, if you started a cult, Todd, you yeah. could pull it off. I yeah. guarantee Todd could be a cult leader. <laughs> He's very organized and he, he knows how to make shit happen. And that's that's what a cult leader does. Joe, you know what I you know what I got my wife for Mother's Day? The other day I went to the doctor and she said you gotta, you got to get an ATD test because you can't stay here anymore if you're going to be this all annoying towards me. So I said, you know what? I went into the doctor to get a physical, Joe, and the guy, like, looks at a thing. He goes, you're here to be tested for ADD? I said, did my wife call you? He's like, no. He's like, this is what I have. I texted my wife sitting there. Did you call the doctor? She's like, what do you mean? 
they just kind of had it in their records. And I'm like, I'm kind of old to get an ADHD test, but I am kind of curious how it works. It was the most outdated <laughs> test I've ever seen. You took questions and they graded it like a paper. Yeah. It was 61 hmm. questions and it was all the stupid stuff. Like, are you easily distracted? This and that. So the guy said to me, he goes, all right, the low end of ADHD, I know I have it. The low end is 46 points. I'm going to go grade this. He comes back. What do you think my grade was? 96. <laughs> what did you guess, Joe? 12. 39. All right. I get home. I'm like, hey, good news. I don't have ADHD. She's like, oh, that's so stupid. Awesome. <laughs> But, Joe, when, when I went to the doctor, the guy sat me down. He goes, okay, last time I saw you, because I, I hate the doctor. I haven't gone to physical in 10 years. He goes, the last time I saw you, you were drinking beer in every town to raise money, whatever. How, what's going on now? He's like, tell me some things you're doing, because I know with ADHD comes, like, all this crazy stuff. So I told him about, like, how I've been doing on the UPS referrals, how I bought a franchise, this, all this, like, stuff I do. Um and he goes, I'm just going to tell you something right now. He goes, if you get put on medication for ADHD, like all that stuff that makes you who you are, makes you make money, could just go away. So he's yeah. like, your wife might have to just suck up those days where you have an impulse to throw a softball at her head. <laughs> 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 I don't mean a softball. I mean a soft, squishy a ball. A soft <laughs> ball. Yeah. <laughs> like a rubber bouncy yeah. ball. Soft. Yeah. Um. Yeah, dude, that's interesting. Yeah. Right? Well, the again, that's night, why um, I I I sometimes fear. I fear sometimes, you know, when when they're treating stuff like that, that you are in effect taking away, you know what? And again, Jedi, you kind of alluded to this before when you were talking about blind people and the other senses kind of heightened. I think when you have ADHD, I think your brain makes adaptations. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then by treating it with medicine, now you're like putting up nerve receptors. You're like screwing all sorts of things up by trying to get it to the level everybody else is at. And I, I would see where that would definitely take away some of the entrepreneurial things that, that your, that your brain thinks of. Yeah. It, it would be, yeah, you, you don't want that. I a hundred percent. Uh, Your wife week, wants that. <laughs> last, week, last week, my daughter asked for a, a glass of water or whatever. So I get ice water and a solo cup. I come back to give it to her all on the couch. I see my wife is sleeping. So just as a joke, I hold the cup of water like right in front of her face, like an inch from her face. I'm not going to do anything. She opens her eyes to get saddled and she flings her arms up. The cup goes flying, the ice all over. And she jumps up. She's like, what are, what are you doing? And I'm like, why did you react like that? But she, to her point, she's like, I shouldn't have to think. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're, you were wrong there, Todd. <laughs> I know. Before you go any further, trying to explain yourself, I get what you were doing. Totally in the wrong there. She shouldn't have reacted that way. I agree. It would have kept her dry. Right. But that what cup shouldn't expect? have been in her face in the first place. <laughs> yeah. See, when I get this ADHD hyper stuff where I have to pull pranks constantly, it's not like 24-7. It's just like once in a while. <laughs> but so you know what it is? It's not an it's not an opportune moment for anyone else 
to be pranked. There's not like a good time in your life to get pranked, you know? Doing the prank, there's times. You get that. Yeah. But being pranked, it's never really convenient. I know. Uh, So, Jedi, did you see that the, um, what the secret word is to get the Grand Lodge door open? No. It was kind of weird. It's like, Mahaban, and I guess King Solomon came up with that, and it kind of sticks around still. But it's 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 only for the um for like the third degrees. If you're an apprentice, I don't know how you get in because you can't use that word. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> <laughs> waiting outside hoping somebody a level up shows up. <laughs> no, you can you can pretend that you're a third per, third degree person and you use that word. <laughs> and um, Jedi, I don't know if you saw this. The uh, Freemasons were a huge target during the Holocaust. Oh, no, I did not. Yeah. yeah. So to add on to all the other people, they would go after Freemasons. But it's I knew to go like with Freemasons, though, not to talk about it. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know about the Jews, the gypsies, the disabled, autistic people, any of the undesirables. And, it's like, and then also all the Freemasons they could get their hands on. But you never hear that. Nobody talks about that. It was definitely talked about more. I, I don't even know what you'd really call it now, Jay. I mean, it's not something I ever think about. It's not on the news. It's just a thing, I guess. Well, when you talk about Freemasons, generally the conversation goes to New World Order, right? And shadow government. So... And they make movies about the two together, and right. So oh, like I mean, like you said, I don't, treasure. I don't know what the difference is between you know Freemasons, Illuminati, and um, Knights Templar. I don't know if they're one and the same, or you have to belong to one and not the other, or belong to all three. I have no idea. It's amazing the kind of nerd groups white people have been coming up with for thousands of years. I found it it interesting that um, the Skulls and Bones had, like, presidential nominees. It had, like, who did Kerry go against? It had, like, Bush and Kerry. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's not just, like, it's successful nerds. Oh, well, yeah. Rich nerds. Rich nerds are nerds, too. Dude, imagine to, to, to think back on that, like the presidential candidates had like possibly mud wrestled once. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> while splitting like a, a 30 pack of beer. That must have been a sight. <laughs> but it is funny how it started off with stonemasons and uh, other types of masons. And now I just think you could, me and you could go in, Joe, and join. It's not like that anymore. Oh, right. Yeah, but they yeah. were kind of like consp- the first, you know, earliest, what, conspiracy theorists, right? We could have our own club yeah. <laughs> or whatever. As long as I don't go on that medication, I'll, I'll recruit some people. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, and you've already got a name for your people, Morks. So, it, yeah. I mean, it works out. And I, I've already got the outfit in, in mind uh, based on <laughs> Robin Williams. Yeah, it's oh, work. Yeah. It's very futuristic. But so we talk about getting people to go to these groups and, and um, Jehovah's Witness. Joe, how did that guy get that Heaven's Gate thing? I mean, imagine you getting like whatever 100 people to like 
chop their balls off and wait for a spaceship. That, that's um, <laughs> have either of you watched the David Koresh in California <laughs> documentary on uh, Netflix? No, a Waco. No. Yeah. Oh my God, dude! Like David Koresh was a very underwhelming person, and um suffered like a head injury and like it changed him and then next thing you know dude just like those people really believed that david koresh uh they really am i sorry that uh i'll edit my screen went blank for a minute um yeah but that's some you know again dude where how how all the women left their husbands. They were all married to David Koresh, and the husbands were like, yeah, do it. So David Koresh is getting all these women. The, the blind guy is, like, getting all these women, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Well, what are we doing wrong? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, yeah, so, like, these, it's almost like he hit his head and it did the opposite of savant syndrome, where you can, like, do all, like, play the piano, like, whatever, Mozart. He, like, found a way to, like, yeah, that's, that's crazy. You know what it is, though, with these guys, these cult leaders, like the one, uh, what was the one last year, Jedi, um, up in New York, the, uh, the volleyball oh. guy, he played volleyball a lot cult leader uh, vexium or nexium or whatever it was oh 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 the sex scandal thing that recruited yeah. all the actor, you, actresses right you know what it is todd it, there's a certain charisma mm -hmm. to being a cult leader it's a charisma you have <laughs> you stop egging him on to be a cult i'm not leader. egging him on jedi <laughs> i know it seems like i am gaslighting they call I, it I these days a bunch of people that give me money i know you could <laughs> if todd wanted 20 people to live down in his basement it, four days from today he would have it whenever we talk about this joe i i never know if it's like an insult or like a compliment or like somewhere. it's a compliment because i i would be there oh, yeah. i would be there i wouldn't so <laughs> so joe like um it's kind of funny that we're talking about this I, I know we talked on that first show that we did about um radio like uh, what was it about like rate contest and we talked about my ups referral thing and then we didn't talk about at some point maybe we'll mention like how i blew it up even more this last year but my plan for this coming year is UPS is on to me. Like, they can't give some guy, like, a million dollars for referring people, which is, like, going in that direction at this right. point. Pepsi is Pepsi's never giving anybody the jet. All right. right. <laughs> never happening. So UPS did contact me and say, like, okay, we, we see that you, what you're doing here. Even though they want the people, they ask for the people, I get them the people, and then they're like, we can't be giving someone, like, all this money. So they told me it's going to be capped next year. They're going to cap it. So in my mind... What I want to do for next year is I want to get like 30 people to give me 500 bucks each, whatever. So that would be like, they don't have to be in a cult or anything, but I will give them all like a hundred referrals yep. and they'll get money for that. Then I want to, then I think I'm going to try to get like 10% of the money that they get also. So they're going to be like paying a fee. I'm going to get them all the referrals. Everyone's going to win. And my friend is like, how are you going to get people to like give you money? I'm like, well, I'm going to show the receipts for the last two years. Like, 
this is how much I got, this is how I did it, and people are going to want in. If you don't want yeah, in, I don't just understand, do Todd, why you tell your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> do it. I was talking about this with someone yesterday. They're like, um, they, they were just talking about, don't you want no one to know? I'm like, I could tell everyone exactly how I do it, and no one's going to do it. No one has the passion, the time. The it's work involved in yeah. what he does is... It, it's it's hard. It's too hard. People people wouldn't. It, it's too much. Yes. Would you agree? Your thing blows up and it's overwhelming and there's a lot of questions. You got to respond to all of them. It's yeah. not. It it it's it's a lot of people. So I did the math. Uh, so I referred seventy four hundred people to UPS this past year, oh but seventy four hundred. But that's the 7,400 that were interested. Probably 15,000 people texted me, and I a lot of them had to weed out. They're like, oh, I can't do those hours. Okay, you're done. The 7,400 I did, those were like whittling them down, texting them all into UPS, have people helping me. It's, it was a full-time job. It was 15 hours a day. <laughs> oh, my God. You see why he can share the recipe and no one's making that cake? Like, it's just not, it's no not one's happening. Doing not only Dude, that... Even if you were, say you were to do like a quarter of the number Todd did, it would still be a ton of work and it would be a lot of money as well. So that's the motivation for anybody who's interested. (laughs) Yeah. So Jedi, what else do we have? Do we have anything else on uh, the subject? No, I mean, just. So wait, are the Freemasons, the Illuminati, uh, are they sort of one of the same or no? Because I always kind of thought there was a connection between the groups. Am I I wrong? I kind of think they're all the same thing. But like Jedi, I'm wondering if they're all like friendly with each other. Are they like uh, competitors? That I don't know about. Right. I, I yeah. I don't. I don't understand either because the Illuminati they don't have like secret rituals at that I know of or whatever. Well, you right? wouldn't because so, you're not in it. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's like Fight Club. I'm not supposed to I talk know, about it. Because I know you can be a member of the Elks, the Eagles, the VFW. That stuff doesn't matter. Now, the Elks Club, Joe, I don't know if you have, do you have any of those around uh, where you Oh, live? yeah. Yeah. Some of my now, friends just joined the Elks. They, it was on Facebook last night. They had, like a ceremony. Well, I was going to say, the Elks initiation is, like, a major thing. Everyone's in tuxedos and stuff. Now, the other ones, like the VFW and the Eagles, I just know because I was a member of these. That's, like, like they'll walk up to the bar and you, like, sign a piece of paper. The Elks thing is, like, a major deal. I forget what the name of it is, um, the actual, like, initiation. They bring in, like, a whole bunch of people at once. It's, like, a group of people. Yeah, I literally was – I saw pictures. There was a, a ceremony last night in Meriden, Connecticut. Some, yeah. some people were inducted, and, yeah, it was uh, quite an extravaganza. It's funny because they go through the extravaganza, then you're done. It's like, okay, now you can just drink beer with us. Yeah. That's all people do. You were really there for in the first it's place. Like twenty five drafts. <laughs> you know, like how cheap it is at those places. <laughs> Speaking about beer, did you see that Bud Light is – Getting it from both sides, and their stock no. is just—it's an interesting tanky. way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, Jedi? What, what, what's going on? I didn't see anything. Well, right. I mean, you know, the 
current uh, customer base doesn't want nothing to do that do with them so they backtracked on uh, Dylan Mulvaney and then now since they backtracked on Dylan Mulvaney the other side the LGBTQIA um, some of the bars are boycotting Bud Light and don't want to serve them eat serve it either so I mean I don't know if Bud Light is even going to survive this yeah, I think Anheuser-Busch is going to be fine. I think they're going to pull yeah. through. <laughs> By the way, I'll point out for, for people, this is hilarious, but you've probably drank a Bud Light Pride can before this year. Not the first time they've done it, okay? It's not the first beer company that's done a, a, a thing for Pride, which, by the way, is in June, so there's more cans coming. Just so everybody's, <laughs> so everybody's aware, we're not even, we haven't even gotten to the actual month of Pride, which is June. Here's another one, because I've been seeing this go around on Facebook and Twitter amongst the idiots. BlackRock does not own Dominion and Fox. Dominion is owned by one company, and Rupert Murdoch owns Fox. So they're not owned by the same company. They didn't just transfer money from one column to the next. I've seen that a lot, and I suspect, if I had to guess, Todd, some of this audience believes that. I looked it up, did some research. No, they're not the same company, so that's not a thing. But just to go back, I think there's a big difference between drinking a beer with, like, a rainbow on it, no big deal, than having, like, Dylan Mulvaney, who's, like, a transgender that's acting like a little kid on the can. I've been told by people that they it, it's really more of a they don't they just don't like Dylan Mulvaney. I've heard from people who are like, that's not a good representation of transgender. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I've heard um, that too. And that if it was somebody different, um maybe someone that plays the part a little more straight laced that it might not have become the issue it was. I don't know if that's true or not, but I mean, you guys seem to agree with that. I've heard that from a few people. I, I kind of wonder. Well, because I think in some of his skits, he pretends he's a six-year-old girl. I think that's, that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, but Joe, like you said, I'm pretty sure Anheuser-Busch is going to be okay. Yeah. But have you seen any of these videos where it's like this guy goes into the store and he's like, I want something other than Bud Light. And he keeps like grabs like 12 different beers, backs, shock top, um, Bush. <laughs> I know where you go. And at one point, the guy's like Anheuser Bush, same yeah. company. Right, you know, right. Get it? Bush, Anheuser. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, exactly. And so eventually the guy moves into um, other kinds of alcohol that are also produced by the Anheuser-Busch company. Uh, they pretty much got a lock hold on the alcohol that we drink. Uh, as do <laughs> all the distributors, all the distributors in this country work with all the beer brands. And you got to understand locally, you're not dealing with the beer company. You're dealing with distributors in your state. And your distributors are selling all the beers from all the companies so no matter how you look at it, the, the same people are profiting no matter what you do. Yeah, no one's going to look at it that way. Everybody's just thinking, like, no Bud Light. Bud Light's disgusting. I don't even know why people drank Bud Light in the first place. I suspect 
most of the people who were drinking Bud Light before this were gay. <laughs> That's what I think. Okay, so you're thinking that they they're gonna just keep drinking it? Yes. Then, yeah, I don't know because there are people. I think it's disgusting too, but people drink it. Obviously, it's like not I've even... never. I don't think I've ever ever had a Bud Light in my life. That's just never been a beer. I see Bud Light, and I'm like, piss in a can. Right. You know, Coors Light, water in a can. Um, you know, if I want a beer, I'm going to drink a beer, not yeah. a Bud Light. Bud Light is like when you're at a family picnic, and it's like the, the party ended two hours ago, and you're still there. And you go over to the cooler, and it's like Bud Light. Or some shit your cousin brought, and you have no idea what it is. You're like, nah, I guess I'll go with the Bud Light. Right. Otherwise, yeah. you would never drink that shit. No. No. So um, before we wrap this up, I want to do a little test to Eric, the the, the blind guy there. I want to see if he can send us a message, because I did see before we get out of the car. Joe, this guy, I mean, not only, he, he said, set reminder for crimes, conspiracies, and beyond. Like, he just <laughs> talked into something. So I think he might listen. It would be kind of cool. Um, but not only, not only was he like so impressive saying he's building all this stuff, it was the most patient person in Home Depot, Joe, every second, someone was trying to get by him with like carriages and all sorts of wheelie things like, excuse me, we're going in front of you, behind you. And he's kind of just like laughing as I'm moving him. You could see how that would be super frustrating, but I'm guessing he's probably already had that part of his life where everything was like super frustrating. Yeah. He must have a pretty good I, I system. I can't imagine no. being blind. You know, listen, the thing is, is your your brain starts to function on autopilot for lots of your day. And so you start getting in the routine. And again, I think, you know, for a blind person, you start to get into a routine and your brain kind of knows what's going on and picks things up. As Jedi said, other senses are obviously more heightened. Um, it's got to be very, there's a, a guy who lives in Connecticut, Tommy Edison. He was a traffic reporter. I'm not even joking in Connecticut for a long time uh and he does a lot of tiktok videos about being blind i was always fascinated at the idea that this guy did traffic reports right yeah now do we think legally blind or blind no legally blind can't see sees nothing and he's been blind since birth oh no when i say legally blind i mean like legally blind you can still see a little bit yeah no this dude sees nothing yeah so how he was reporting on traffic is beyond me Wow, that's crazy. I guess if you're just like busy, very busy today, a lot of traffic out there on the roads. If it, if it is, you're nailing it. And if you're wrong, people are like, oh, the traffic's already gone. No one's Spe- mad at that. Speaking of you're nailing it, Eric is only doing like work when he's not like in the sack with all these women. <laughs> I wonder if he has any idea what they what these ladies look like, though. I, not that it matters. <laughs> I'm sure they're lovely, but even if they weren't, what does it matter? He doesn't know. Yeah. He has no idea. Right. It's a good life. Did you see yeah. did you guys watch the yeah. movie Ray Charles and how he determined how a woman was beautiful was where the he um felt the wrist. <laughs> was it like this? No, it was <laughs> <He'll> not. <do. laughs> So, yeah, Eric, if we are listening, we're just kidding, obviously. Joe, this guy, like, so impressive, made my day. Made me be like, uh, how can I not do anything? And this guy's building <laughs> these things. Crazy. Can we get a GoPro in your car 
so that we can just we could start a podcast, Todd in the Uber. Right? Uber Todd. <laughs> I would watch that. So interesting. Jedi, I sent Joe a message one night because uh Joe on one episode, he's like, Todd has a charmed life. And that night I was out having a drink and Joe, that message that girl sent me. Yeah. I gave her my Uber Jedi. I give everyone my cards. She's like, um, forget what she said, Joe. I don't know if this is weird, but you want to come over and watch a movie tonight? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody really asked the Uber guy to hang out. Right? That doesn't normally happen. <laughs> well, the, the first Good thing life. I about, Joe, this girl lives in a hotel. She's a Section 8 person. She has a baby. I'm like thinking, does she have guys come over? Or does she just put the baby to bed? <laughs> Well, she needs, obviously she needs a I driver. hope the baby doesn't stay up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. All right. Um, so, yeah, I think that just about does it, Jedi. We have a uh, couple, few shows away. We're going to have Dave Weiss on for a 100th show. I was talking to him, and I said, we want to figure out a way to, to prove to you the Earth is round because we want to get those. Remember you had that two Bitcoin challenge? He said oh, it's yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said it's up to three bitcoins now. I don't know if it's because. Yeah. Oh wow! Like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, three bitcoins. It's worth four dollars. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen, not for nothing. Dave Weiss has been proven wrong uh, about the Earth, whether he chooses to believe it or not. So it'll be fun. <laughs> well, I'm I'm armed and ready for this round. Yeah. No, I do want. One thing I definitely want to bring up is, did you see that guy that was doing that experiment and that was trying to prove the Earth was flat and the experiment proved it was round? Did you guys see that one? Yes. Yeah. So he'll have something on the PowerPoint ready for that. But if it was ever the other way around, it would immediately be on his Flat Earth app. Yes. We have videos, you know what I mean? Yes. Someone trying to prove the Earth is round and it's flat, he would be all over that. The problem well, with the consistent. conspiracy theorists... Yeah, conspiracy theorists tend to leave out things that don't fit the narrative. Yeah. And they try to accuse science of that, but in science, things get tested. So that's why we know science works. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, that's why you have two different models of Earth, one for the seasons and one to show the rotation of the sun. You don't have one that shows both. It's a problem. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, we, yeah, like you said, we have to be armed and ready for him. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was a, the first time Jedi, it was our third show. We were just getting our feet wet, and we yeah. bring on the greatest, like, entertainer. <laughs> he had ever yeah, he's a snake, he's a snake oil salesman. You guys were not ready for that. You guys were too new to the game. <laughs> this guy had, hey, dude, he had us kind of believing in that first time around. It was like, well, maybe it is flat. Yeah, and, and then he followed it up with Sandy Hook's fake. Uh, this is fake. Like, oh, okay. Let's see how this works. <laughs> I'm still friends on Facebook with a lot of people I met on that Flat Earth um, Society page. And, uh, Joe, when you say Flat Earth is a major part of their day, it's all they do. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I wish they had a reason why NASA would be perpetrating this myth, what what the end game might be. It's they control, don't, they don't really... right? By who? NASA? NASA doesn't control anything. So why? What? What? They, what NASA would that even matter? NASA might have some Freemasons. You never know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe, that's such a good point about having the frigging GoPro and the Uber. Because like, I, I wacky stuff. Like it just finds me. I um I had this cancer doctor in my car. Like the last time I did it, and uh, I brought up the show. I brought up Dave Weiss, 
And we were saying, he goes, there are doctors like in the ward that do think that cancer has been cured, but it's the same thing to me as all the astronauts lying. Yeah. Mm. Right. Yeah. But he right. says, Jedi, there are, because I know you're kind of, you get on that path a little bit. I'm, I, I kind of don't believe in it that much, but I can totally see it. But um, that's like the same type thing to me is like, is everyone really going to keep up this lie? But Joe, on the other hand, we have talked about how Magic Johnson is fine with AIDS. What's the difference? Right. They have to have something on cancer. Isn't AIDS worse? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think, I think there's, there's treatment for the right a dollar amount. I don't but know that there's it, a cure because every cancer is different. You could cure AIDS because it's one virus. To say that you have the cure for cancer, there's blood cancer, there's tumor, like there's all right. sorts of different cancers to get. There's not going to be just one like, oh, here's the pill to get rid of your cancer. Never going to be. But don't that. other countries have better care? That's what I've heard from some doctors yes. that. Yeah, we're in the top way 30, up, though. Above the curve than us. We're in the we're top 30. Top we're 28. 30 countries? Yeah, we're number that's 28. A, that's a problem. That's terrible. So there is a conspiracy. And we spend there more money and we spend source. more money on our healthcare system than the other 29 do in the top 30. That's I thought you right. were going to say we I imagine that we would be out of the top 3 with everything we have here. That's crazy. Who's number 1? Um the Netherlands. Mm. Wow. There's even a couple, I think, South American countries that are ahead of us. Like, I think Brazil. <laughs> I, I figured it would be a country like that. Yeah, I think Brazil's ahead of us. Norway, Denmark, France, uh, wow. England. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's word Canada's ahead of us. We are ahead of Mexico, though. So you want to hang your head on that. That sucks. No wonder people. <laughs> <laughs> it does. We deserve better. Right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, you know, we have all the best hospitals, <laughs> probably like uh, however many. We're probably like number one through whatever, I would imagine. Yeah. It's expensive. And technology. But, but um, yeah, so that, uh, that just, yeah. So, Jenna, I think we should wrap this up. So, check us out on clovercrestmedia.com. Crimes, conspiracies to beyond. Eric, send us a message on Facebook. I'm sure you can find <laughs> us and send us a message. We were totally joking. <laughs> well, Joe, if there's anyone, I bet you he'll like somehow find everything he has. He said it's like everything on his phone is like dictation. You know what I mean? It must yeah. read everything to him. So, it's pretty cool. Well, Marks, the end is here. Please subscribe and, you know, Shout out to Australia, um, you know, our listeners over there. And um, be careful of who you associate with. Have a beautiful day.